everybody. Welcome to Horror Movie Yearbook. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. That was a serious introduction because we are talking serious business. This is not to be trifled with, Tim. (laughs) This is a movie that took a long time to make that we're talking about. Like Like a long time to make. (laughs) An insanely long time to make. Freddy versus Jason. What through many scripts. You can read about those scripts in a great book called Slash of the Titans. You recently read Slash of the Titans. Yeah, I've uh, read it a couple times. Um, and oh, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's a very entertaining read. It, it's um, Is it Dustin McNeil? They wrote like the Phantasm mm-hmm. book, um, the, the Taking Shape, books. the Halloween books. Taking Shape 1 and 2. Yes, that are all about unused screenplays. You've read all of these books. Yeah. I've read the oh, Taking yeah. Shape books. The Taking Shapes, I can't remember now, but. Which one's called which? But some of them are about behind the scenes of Halloween, and then some of them are about unproduced Halloween screenplays. I've read the, I've read both. I think. Yeah. 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 So, Slash of the Titans though is all about the unfilmed, unused. That was their first big book. Was Slash of the Titans? I yeah, yes. it's screenplays yeah. for um, Freddy versus Jason because this movie had, uh, that we're about to talk about was in development for like ten years. Right? There's enough to write a book. There are th- about movies I, that weren't made. Uh, 13? I think it's 13, which is funny. It um, is. <laughs> do you have a favorite that's not the finished film? <sighs> Honestly, for me, I remember like, reading of the, all of them, and I went, the finished film was probably as good as we're going to get. Like That was like realistic. It's, and it's tough because the, they go through different variations. Yes. Um, I think I still like, and I think it's the first one, um, is it Nightmare 13, where it ends with them fighting in hell in front of like Ted Bundy and Adolf Hitler. Yes, with the devil in the big throne that he's yes. like watching them like it's pretty sweet. That is probably still my favorite it was one. Was never going to get made. But, but then there are later like later versions of that script, I think that where they introduce like Freddy is the like Freddy is responsible for Jason's death at camp, also maybe molested him as they a child. They do too much of that stuff later on where they yes. try to like tie it. And it, it, it's, it, it goes, I'm glad they did not go that route. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all of this stuff here in a second. Mm-hmm. But first we should mention the Midwest Game Nerds are back. The boys are boys. back. Brian is back from another lavish vacation, I'm sure. Love Brian. Just as Brian's back, um, they're talking... Uh, Remnant from the Ashes, Death Stranding, Divinity, Original Sin 2. I, I'm laughing because this sounds like a lot of the bands were about, like, they sound like band names of a lot of the bands yeah, we're going to talk about in the second half of our, our episode. new metal band names just becoming video game names? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, happy to hear that Brian's back. Happy to hear they're talking about these sweet, sick-sounding games that I'll never play. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're also, uh, they released a bonus talking about Barbenheimer and uh, Rob Thomas. Yes, who has been has been featured heavily apparently in in a movie that I probably won't ever see again, Barbie. Oh, did you see it? I won't ever see it at all. I should say. Oh, okay. Didn't so see, it, didn't see it once. Again, oh. is confusing. Once again, I will never see that thing. Like I will never play uh, Death Stranding. I'm not sad about this. It's fine. It's I've, r- I've, 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 so, like, I've reached a point. I don't know how you're feeling as a parent because you're a newer parent than myself. Yeah. But like, you are. You've been a parent now for a while. You're. You're definitely. I think. Like, just from our conversations and stuff, I think you're kind of like, you're you're in the groove now to where like, there is no new normal as a parent because it's it always changes and shifts. But like, I think you like kind of get where you're at now. Like, you seem comfortable with like. Yeah. Your, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, there's a growing pain for sure. Like I think anybody who says there's not is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like there's not 
is doing something bizarre. Um, but like, you reach a point where you just accept, like, I probably won't play that game. That is, mo- yeah, mo- um, that was that's my Zelda story. Is like, I got, yeah, it, I was loving it. I was got like uh, ten or fifteen hours into it. I'm like, I'm never gonna play finish this, this enough. Yeah, and, and you're fine with that. Yeah, because it's just. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm accepted right now. When my child is awake, the only things I can watch on TV are sports and pro wrestling. And at least you like those things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like when he's asleep, maybe we we can fit in a show. Yeah. But it probably better be like a 30 minute show. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it brief. <laughs> Let's yeah. not get greedy here. Yeah, come on. Hey. Your time <laughs> is not your time. Anyway, enough of our parenting uh, madness. We're gonna reminisce about a time. We are a time before uh, children. <laughs> time when we were basically children we're going well we're not going back we're going to leave the time machine in the garage this week it's been 20 years God. now oh my like, gosh <laughs> just wow 20 years 20 years. freddy versus jason 20 years my god that's and this is where we come to grips with insane. our mortality folks it's gonna get really depressing here, i think <laughs> So it should be a celebration. It's when I came up with this idea to like, I'm like, we're going to do this whole retrospective. I was like really pumped. Like we're going to do this whole retrospective. I'm going to like remember where I was at <sighs> in my life when I saw this movie. And I realized like, I can't remember anything from 20 years ago. Tim, you mentioned this to me as well, where you're like, let's talk a little bit like retrospective about like, like when we watched it, where we watched it. And I went, Oh my God, it's gone. Like there's no, so let's, okay. Then here's what we're going to do. We're going to fish for memories we're gonna try to extract some of this information did you see this in the theater yes me too (laughs) do you remember who you saw it with i think so i would say but like i think so it wasn't like my normal i'm 99 percent sure it wasn't like my normal crew that i would go see okay like a movie with or this type of movie with especially okay i think it was like a co-worker who's just like because you were probably like just just working in the workforce essentially yeah i was working at a Closest thing to wholesale. Part-time job. ABC Warehouse. Yeah, probably going to school. I was after, this was after high school, though. Yeah, post-high school, probably going, you're taking classes, probably. Yeah, I was was in taking classes, so I would have went, I think, with a co-worker, and to be honest with you, the co-worker, now that I think about it, he may have been, he may have been robo-tripping. Remember? remember I do. (laughs) I do. I worked with him, he's a stock guy. Um, I'm not going to name him. Uh, I won't name the person I know who liked to rubber trip, but they uh, ro- wore roller bl- blades into a business that you and I used to. You know where I'm at? Cool. So he said, I remember, like, he used to do this. At, we worked in stock uh, for a little bit, and he used to, like, come into back from lunch, and he'd be like, dude, a roller trip. I'm like, you're not helping me lift anything. Like, yeah, you're going to kill <laughs> me. Thanks, bro. But, like, I remember he wanted to go see Freddy versus Jason, and it was probably because he was. Uh, don't do this, folks. This is bad. Um, That's not a good idea. No. no, we are not endorsing this. But when I think I've back, never rubber tripped. I don't want to. No. So no. like, I think this is may have been his main reason for like we were hanging out at work, and he's like, "You want to go see this?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get ripped. And <laughs> so there you go. Do you remember what was the person you were with? Were they uh, did they drink a lot of robo testing to go? And go? No, um, I'm fairly certain. So uh, in my my pre kind of high school, I'd say like. So I was in sophomore year of like 02, 02 would have been my sophomore year. So before that, it was my dad. That was like, like him and I were like, we saw the movies together. Yeah. He had the car, like he, he drove, he liked horror movies. I liked horror movies. Like he liked movies in general. So we'd go see stuff together. Once like 
mid high school started, then I would go see movies with my friends because like somebody had a car. Like that yeah. was, you know, once uh, 16, I think it was like you could drive, you know, with a permit or whatever. So like we would go see movies and um, I'm fairly certain I went and saw this with um, my high school friends at the time. Okay. So who are some of which are still my friends, Kevin, you know, Kevin. Yeah. Um, Kevin was there for sure. But what's funny, what's funny about it was like, I was the horror guy. Like, I, um, not that like Kevin and, and my friend Ben, my friend TJ, like they all saw horror movies here and there, but like, I was like, like they hadn't seen like all the Friday the 13th like I had. They hadn't seen all the Nightmare on the Street like I had, but like Freddy vs. Jason was kind of like a, like a phenomenon. Like you had to go see Freddy vs. Jason. And I think that like so similar, like, like like the big fight. You I know? think I was talking about it with someone yeah. at work because right. I was like super pumped for it. Of course. And the dude was like, "Yeah, I want to go see that." Yeah, let's and go I, see him. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, let's go because the movie theater was like right down the road from. So where why we not? Were. Yeah, yeah. Probably after a shift, you're like, "Let's go." So that was it for me. I saw it with those guys. I'm fairly certain, and like everybody had a great time. Like, um, so you had a good crowd. Yeah. See, this is a movie that yeah. I think would benefit from watching with a good. Crowd that's gonna laugh at the jokes. It felt like watching a, a boxing match, like or like a wrestling show or an MMA show, like like that final the final fight stretch, that twenty minutes or whatever it is. It felt like being in a sporting event where you were like, the, the crowd was like booing and cheering. It was insane. It was weird. Do you remember who your theater was going for? They were cheering for Jason. No question. Jason is set up to be the fan favorite. He's the face. Movie. Yeah. In, yeah. In the, in the yeah, he's the good guy. Yeah, he's set yeah. up to be the underdog um, in a lot of ways. Freddie's definitely made to be the 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 batter of the two bad guys. The heel. Which is funny because like Freddy kills like one dude in this movie. Right. Jason kills like everybody but Jason's still the... Jason's a lovable lunk. We've talked about this yeah, before. He yeah, he is. Like you can't, I mean, you know. You can't stay mad at that that face. No, he's adorable. <laughs> um, Look at him. Um, but you, uh, but Freddy's just kind of a douche. You just want him to go away. <laughs> Freddy's at the frat guy so, in like the college movie. And like, now that's a good yeah. point though because we are full, we're joke Freddy. In this movie, which is weird because... Yeah, he's not scary at all in this movie. We had just... So we had reached the bottom of the barrel with Freddy's dead, with Joke Freddy, when he's like a witch at one point going like, I'll get you my pretties. Horrific. Yeah, it's... And not in the tradition. We've got some... uh, We've got nightmare retrospectives out there somewhere (laughs) floating in the world um, where we talk about our least favorite. And we we both kind of... We hate Freddy's dead, right? It's bad. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Yeah. But then, like, Craven came back to the franchise and released New Nightmare. Which is, which is, it, it doesn't age as well as I wished it had, mm-hmm. but it's still, it makes Freddy scary again, which is exactly impressive, because that's not easy to do. Yes. And then now all of a sudden we revert back to Jokester Freddy in this one. Yeah, and I think it's, it, it's not like Freddy's dead level, but it's not that far off. He's not like... He's not turning into like the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. He's not turning into a video game Freddy or a Super Freddy. But he's he's it's close. He's like to a like, stoner worm at one point, though. That's right. It's like I would say it's like Nightmare Four. Yeah, Freddy. Because you know he doesn't have, he doesn't even have the edge of three in this one. Dream no, Warriors, that's Freddy. gone. Because Dream Warriors, it, the big sin in that one is it introduces Jokey Freddy, but he's still like. It's still when, scary. Like, when push comes to shove, he's still scary, and he'll yes. kill you. Yeah, and there's a menace to his jokes too. A lot of the time, the punchline is him killing you. 
Right. Whereas like in the in the later sequels, it's like there's like four punchlines and then he kills you, but you're like already like, can you just kill me? Please? Yeah, but the, yeah, I was gonna say, please for the love of God, kill me! Like by the time he kills you're you, begging. You're like, shut up, you yes. hack comedian. Like either kill me or like let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> At least Jason does not mess around with that. He doesn't he, talk, so he will just um, kill you. Is Jason the final slasher to not say a word? I think he's it. Michael Myers is now spoken. In, in Rob Zombie's films. Yes. Technically, he has spoken. Um, I think Leatherface has said something in one of those movies at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, he's like at least grunted something. Yeah, but Jason's... He's consistent. Of the major ones, I think you are right. Yeah, Ghostface never shuts up. Yeah, but he doesn't count. He's yeah. a, not a silent killer. What about... Are we counting uh, Death from Final Destination? Not a character. <laughs> and... Arguably, Tony Todd could be that's a good point. manifestation of. But that? Freddy is our most uh, like annoying at times. Oh God! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. But anyways, I love Robert England. I love Freddy, but like, please stop. Like, <laughs> so, okay, so we both saw it in the theater. Yeah. So we remember this yes. theatrical for sure. Yeah, yeah. We we one of us saw it with friends. The other saw it with a coworker. Awkwardly with a tripping coworker. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you remember what you thought of the movie? When, like, do you remember fresh out of the theater your thoughts on this movie? I loved it. Me too. I like. I walked out like on a high. I was like, "This is the shit." Like, this movie rules. I was so happy. I couldn't have been like more impressed. And admittedly, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make this brief. I have a very like I think touching story about this whole thing. So, um. I was probably six or seven years old, and I was I went to a convention, uh, a comic book convention, and Kane Hodder was there. And my dad took me there, and he said, you can get one autograph from anybody you want. You pick who it is. And I was fixated on a certain actor from a certain movie that I was obsessed with at the time. Okay. I, I can say it. Uh, Don the Dead, I wanted Flyboy's autograph from okay. Don, who's passed away since R.I.P., and, but he's, what's funny, looking back, he didn't seem like he was a happy to be there. And he wasn't, and my, I think my dad caught on to that. And he goes, are you sure, you know, like, here's who you can, you know, get autographs. So, like, go to my dad for, like, catching probably thank him while he's in town yeah. for, like, that. Like, he was, like, had the perception to realize that guy wasn't super. Now that you're a dad, you, you probably get that, I right? get it now. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't get it. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, you know, he goes, he goes, you know, you got Yoda, and he goes, he goes, Kane Hodder, he's Jason. And I went, I'm sorry, what? Like, he goes, he's Jason. I said, like Jason, like the, you know, I like my my young mind could not process that the guy that guy was Jason, and I was like, I want Jason's autograph, like 100, percent like, so I go up to his table, and Kane Hodder is not a small man. He's a hulking uh, he's man. a big boy. Yes. And he's got burn scars. He's he suffered a uh to hell and back I think is the the documentary and the book I believe. Very good. Yeah. Very very good. It's I think it's on Amazon Prime. I'm fairly, I believe so, yeah. It was at one point, but it's it's worth watching. He suffered some serious burns as as a stuntman. And um so his hands were scarred and he was wearing gloves, but his arms you could see some scarring and stuff. So he's intimidating and like as a kid I'm like this is Jason. Like, this is... So, I, I was nervous. Like, I was, like, nervous. Like, he was going to kill me. Like, not, like, scared, but, like, nervous. Yeah. 
and he was the sweetest, like, he was, took his time with me, I'm, I'm like a little kid, and he was, like, the sweetest, like, he, like, gave me a big hug, and, like, had me come back around the table behind with him, and, like, was talking to me, and it's, like, not, like, across, like, he went, he's, like, come around, and, like, he was, like, like, sitting, like, he set me down in the chair next to him, and, like, got his, like, his agent or whoever, like, get up, like, let the kid sit, and he's, like, talking to me and stuff, and he goes, so, you know, yada yada and somehow I was like I'm so excited for Freddy versus Jason because at the time Jason goes to hell had come out and I'd seen it yeah and the hand comes up and I like that was a thing that was going to happen so I'm so excited and he goes can I tell you a secret and he goes you can't tell anybody else in the world you never tell anybody and I, so like now I'm like oh my god Jason is going to tell me like and he, he goes come here and he goes I'm going to win like he goes I win don't tell anybody and then so I like I don't want to get emotional, but it's kind of sweet. Like, I remember walking out of the theater and going, it wasn't Kane, but he did. Yeah. Like, 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 so, like, it was, like, there's this sweet moment of, like, I'm so happy that, like, when I was, like, a six-year-old or seven-year-old kid, like, he was, like, I'm going to, like, he let me in on the big secret, like, like who knows? That probably had nothing to do with the finished product, but, like, right. like I remember walking out in, in, in high school and going, like, I knew. Like, yeah, like Kane gave me the info. So, yeah, I still have my Kane autograph on the wall. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Still, it's still what there. What does it say on it? Um, You're next. <laughs> to Willie, you're next. And I, as a kid, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, let's go. This is so sweet. He was, he was, Um, I do at some point would like to, he's at like every con, which is great. Good for him. I'd love to go up and tell, tell him, him that and tell him like, dude, yeah. like, let me tell you, like, I'm sure he'd be like, whoa, like, that's pretty cool. So I, at some point, I will, he seems like a very genuine. And, yes. Like, at nice some point person. I will go up and see him again and talk to him. What I'd like to do is have him sign an autograph for Josie. That'd be really cool. Yeah. It'd be sweet. Right. Yeah, put it next to that one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so, enough of that sappy stuff. Um, so we were in the same boat. We're both Jason fans. We were cheering for Jason. Yes, we were. Yes. No, you, br- thank you for bringing up. Um, Jason goes to hell because that's kind of the weird thing about this is yep. like it was teased in like 1993. So New Line had just gotten the the rights to Friday the 13th. So they and had they the were rights trying to, to work it out. So the house that Freddie built is what New Line yes. Cinema was called yes. um, for the longest time and kind of referred to still um, in some circles because yeah. the Nightmare on Elm Street helped build it. Built New yes. Line, yes, and New Line became a monster. And yes, through, throughout the 90s into like the mid 2000s, it's still around. Mm-hmm. But it's not what it was. I don't think. No, I believe someone bought it out. It was about out. Okay, I think so. Yeah, I, I I haven't kept up on it. No shock there. But yeah, but it was a huge deal. They don't have the rights. If they're still around, they don't have the rights to Nightmare anymore. No, it's floating around, and there are plenty of rumors I've heard about it. Some stuff about. Yeah, that. me too. I'm nothing I'm confirmed. Though. Curious about that. We've talked about our ideas for for a new Nightmare, and I think you and I are both on the same page. Anyway, we won't. <laughs> so so when. At the end, when the claw, the yeah. hand comes out of the ground, grabs the hockey mask. It was meant to be. It, like That was the first tease in 1993. And then you heard a lot of stories of development. And most of the stuff in the 90s was in like horror magazines Fangoria. like Fangoria. And More, fans talking yeah. about it. Um, there was some online chatter there, like like in the later era. Later like, era. Like 97, 98, like so, as you, yeah. So yeah, yeah post, because then, um, well, of course, Wes Craven came back to the Nightmare and Elm Street franchise. So mm-hmm. then they went and made New Nightmare. That's understandable. Right. And then they made Jason X. Now, I remember, because I was- Jason X was just to hold the rights. 
that's in but as like a as a younger horror fan i didn't that didn't click with me because i remember thinking like why are they doing this why is this thing yep because i, I saw was, jason x in the theater but i was like begrudgingly going to i'm see like it. why are we not just making freddy versus jason at this point i i was newer to the internet at this point because yep. this would have been the time of like ain't it cool news and like yep <laughs> do you remember <laughs> not to bring up because they ain't it cool news but you remember they had the uh they had the big camp out for this movie, oh my god, they did yes, yes. They, they went this, to a yes. summer camp and like That's screened great. this movie, and they were all wearing like uh, short shorts. You could see old Harry Knowles, the Ada Goldus, and like short camp. <laughs> so just be warned. That's on the DVD. Um, but anyway, avoid that. But I remember following along like in the early days of the internet for me at least, and just being like Jason X, like they're going to well like what is, I, I thought they were making Freddy versus Jason like what's the hold up why here? are we doing this yeah. yeah yeah but I didn't realize it's because they were cycling through they were trying to make it yeah yeah all of these scripts trying to find the perfect one and it seems to me like the Shannon Swift script which is what they ended up going with it almost felt feels to me like they're just finally like screw it we need to do this it I'm of two minds of this so like on one hand I agree where it feels like the studio execs went, this is good enough. We're done. Release the fucking movie because we're going to, we're not like, if we, if we don't move on this at this point, we're never going to get, we're, this is our last chance to make money. And it made money. So they, they made the right choice, but that in a way it feels that doesn't it feel that way where it's like, it's almost like it's fine enough. Like it, release it. It's also something where like I go through and I read a lot of what's in those scripts. So, the one that takes place where the ending takes place in hell, I sit there and go, yeah. you can't film this. No. Like, this exactly. is unfilmable. So the early stuff was too ambitious. Yeah. And then there, but then there's like weirder stuff like the, um, Ronald D. Moore, who Battlestar Galactica yes. for all mankind. Yep. He and Benjamin Braga, who are working on Star Trek. Yes. I think it's Braga. Uh, anyway. It's they, Braga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did a pass and it's, it's like a courtroom drama. It's too. For, and you're sitting, you're sitting like, like this is interesting in a way, but, but like, how is this Freddy versus Jason? Nobody's yeah. gonna, nobody wants to go see a courtroom drama. So the, like, you go through these scripts, and there's all these weird flaws in them, yep. where you're just like, it's unfilmable. It's you can't too grounded, get the cast. Like, really grounded. Yeah. yeah, these characters are just like they don't fit. Um, so yeah, so it does feel like they finally got to a script where they said, "Good enough, let's make the thing." Agreed. On the flip side of that coin, I also feel like like. I get that because this is about as good as you're going to get when you're trying to mash these two things together. Yeah. I don't think there's a better... Now, if there's nothing offensive here for fan, like purists... Right. As like far as the two main characters no, go. There's no like... Nothing here would offend Jason fans as like purists of the, of the Jason lore or Freddy. They stick true to what their original like concepts are. There's no like trying to intermingle Freddy and Jason's origins. There's none of that. It's gone. Jason gets to kill teenagers. Freddy gets to kill a couple. There's a big battle at the end. None of the teenage characters are interesting or unique or whatever. Like, they're all kind of... Who's your least favorite? What is Jason Ritter doing in this movie? <laughs> he sucks. I kind of... I get annoyed by the uh, the dude who's doing a Jack Black impression. Um, the J from Jane Silent Bob. He's fun. I, he doesn't bother me as I much. I don't care. Uh, Lachlan Monroe is my favorite. As He's he best, it, yeah. As he always says... Uh, Monica, Monica Keita is awful in this movie. Terrible. Who's worse? I think she's worse than um, the woman from Destiny's Child. Is it Kelly Rowland? 
Um, okay, here's what's tough. I think Monica Keene is probably a better actress. Probably. Her dialogue is way worse. So it's tough because, like, she doesn't get as... Like, Kelly Rowling gets, like, some fun stuff to work with, at least. Yeah, towards the end when Monica she's Kina talking... gets, like, some garbage lines. Like, how do you deliver that? When she's talking shit with Freddy, that stuff's like, kind of fun. The, the water and fire thing? <laughs> Freddy was killed by fire. Jason was killed by water. How do we use this? This is one of the weird... It's terrible. This movie, like, watching it now, uh, it's, it's like a weird experience because it's directed by Ronnie Yu, who came, who came Hong from Kong. Hong Kong director. Yep. Martial arts movies, mostly. Yeah, and then he did uh, Bride of Chucky. Yeah. It was his kind of, his big horror one. But the thing is, like, all of, the, like, a lot of those movies are kind of comic booky and over the top. And it's a weird, his style is kind of a weird mesh with a lot of what's going on. Because it's mm-hmm. like, he's got everything amped up to 11 and he wants it to be this big, colorful comic book, like pro wrestling fight. Well, he said, he's, he said before, like he wanted this to be a WWF fight yes. at the end. Like that, like his, his, his vision of the fight was like, it was like a big time, like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, like. And I think the yeah. fight is the best stuff in the it's movie. It's incredible. I think that still works. Yeah, I think like a lot of I forgive a lot of the issues I have with the movie, and it's funny to say I have like, issues because there's some good kills though. There are throughout. Yeah. So there are a couple of fun set pieces. Him being uh, the Jason rave on fire rocks. Do you remember the uh, the YouTube video at the time that was the uh, okay? So remember the <laughs> do you remember the Bruce Springsteen song, The Wrestler? Yeah, it was written for the wrestler. Yeah. Do you remember the slasher? No. I'll play it for you after we're done. Okay. Um, there's a spoof of the wrestler. Okay. And it's done in the style of the Bruce Springsteen song. It's called The Slasher, and it's about Jason. Okay. And my favorite line is about from the, from the spoof song is about Freddy versus Jason, and it says, <laughs> "In the flames, I'll kill a fat kid <laughs> in the corn," <laughs> and it's really good. So I always think of that. But that stuff rocks. Some of it's the so sweet. some of the dream sequences are kind of innovative and fun yep. to look at. Um, but it's it's the final showdown between Freddy versus Jason, where at I think Camp it delivers. Crystal Lake, yeah, yeah, and they're hacking and like blood it's, is it's flying. It's so sweet. It rocks. I remember, it feels very anime inspired in a way. Like yeah. I don't want to use not Japanese, but like it feels very like it's like the blood is like fountains. Yeah, and it's just like this. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of like that Asian extreme stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like for sure. like a Mike or yep. yep. Um, the crowd I was with, like they sucked for like an hour of the movie, and then all of a sudden the finale came, and like everybody around me like woke up. That was certainly the biggest, yeah. So I came out of this movie like I'm, I was you and I loved it. I would defend it like I was, I was like, pumped. defending it to the death, and I would defend every single choice the movie made. Yeah. Um, now looking back at it, all right, there are a couple things I want to ask you because we should address. Uh, okay, Ken Kersinger plays Jason in this movie. It's Shh. not. Yeah. Um. It's not Kane Hodder. Everybody, that was kind of the thing. It was like Kane Hodder versus Robert England, as well as Freddy versus Jason, because Kane Hodder had become the Jason for yeah, a lot did of people. F- four movies before yes. this. Yeah. Yep. So he and was he was now Jason. Yeah. Yeah. He was excited for it. Um. Yep. The fans wanted him. Yep. At the time, I defended the choice because, like I was, like I said, I was defending everything. Sure. As I look back on this movie now, should have been Kane Hodder. It should have been Kane Hodder. I, um, no offense to Ken, Ken Kersinger is Ken, Ken Kersinger is fine, and technically he had played Jason before. He was Kane's stunt double on uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Is it Manhattan? Okay. 
but it should have been Kane Hodder. No, no, and it's funny because there's like a passing of the buck thing if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff on this. Nobody has a nobody mm-hmm. takes responsibility for the whole recasting thing. So what do you what do you think it is? Has this story ever come out? Is it money? I, no, I don't think as I think it's it's some people say that Ronnie Yu didn't want did not want um Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. And Ronnie Yu says that the producers decided they didn't want Kane Hodder. And he went along with it because it is what it is. So it's a mixed bag. I don't know what Kane believes or what Kane was told. The, the ultimate thing is whoever made the decision was made the decision on size. Because Kane's a big guy, but Kane is not a giant. Like, Ken, Ken Kersinger is like a monster. That's weird to me that that would be it, though. Because Cause they want to... They Jason to look like big, bigger than Robert, like way bigger than Robert England. But it's weird to me because Jason, Kane's built, but he's not like. But Jason, in a lot of ways, is the underdog in this movie. So it, it's it, it almost is like anti. It's almost yeah. I remember Ronnie you talking a lot about the soulful eyes of Ken Kersinger. He said Ken Kersinger had soulful eyes, like you could see the pain behind them from when Jason was a silent. And I remember thinking, like, oh, I don't think Kane Hodder's eyes are that bad. There's nothing. <laughs> Never that, looked deeply into. There's them. nothing that. Oh, once again, Ken Kersinger's fine. I'm not trying to. Yeah. Whatever. There's nothing here that Kane Hodder couldn't have accomplished. In my opinion, so uh, that's one of the things I look back on, and it's a missed opportunity. Like that's like a miss for me from the movie. It's a miss. Like, if I could go back, the other thing too is, I don't think it's necess- like the Kane Hodder thing. I also, I understand why they went with a cast of young, teen. It makes actors. sense. It makes G- sense given the origins of the film series. Like Cheaper. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a part of me like part of the fun of a mashup like this. And I think like Alien versus Predator misses the boat on this too. Mm-hmm. Part of the fun is bringing back characters like a Tommy Jarvis from this movie or a Nancy from and like seeing them interact, like those human characters, the survivors. And you've seen like comic book stories kind of use that as a jumping yeah, off. Yeah, Freddy point. versus Jason versus Ash does a great job of like the comic books do a great job of of um, bringing back those legacy. Yeah, from both series. So like that that's. That would have been like the ultimate fan experience right. to have those, but but I, yeah, yeah, I I see why they didn't do that though because once again, yeah. you don't want to bring back all those actors like, and that's and there's a lot of baggage with that. It's a lot of fan service too, and you're not really necessarily you're making the, like the you're making a movie the, in 2003. The cynical the peak of these movies was the 80s side of my brain, exactly, and the cynical part of my brain, yeah, because there are scripts that tie into like the sister and stuff too. Yeah, you can't do it. Like the cynical older side of my brain thinks, like you know what, people like me that want to see that, we're gonna show up anyway. What yes. you want to do as a, like an executive is bring in kids that aren't super familiar with these worlds. They don't want to know about Tina from Part Seven of one of the you know like there's no like get rid of it. Yeah. Have you seen the reactions to people online about things of like like the Marvel movies like? How am I supposed to know what this is about with the new Ant Man? And yeah. I'm like, can you imagine if they're bringing go- back Deep Cut Friday? The yeah, <laughs> yeah. Google it, dummy. <laughs> but like back then, you couldn't. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say so. So, uh, Ken Kersinger's six five. Okay. Kane is six two, and some change. 
So Kersinger is okay. Like I, he's fine. He's I'm fine. Not, I'm not dissing Kersinger, but like Kane, Kane. The reason why people like Kane Hodder is because he brought a true. There was a a performance to Kane, to his work. When you saw his Jason, you knew it was his Jason. Um, the walk was different. The breathing is what always got it for me. Like with him, he had this certain. The shoulders would raise and like drop in a certain speed where they would kind of rise and fall and roll a little bit. You get none of that in this. It's just a very stiff robot. The know, one, like. Yeah. I think the one actor that I would love would have loved, and I will never see it now because uh, it's mm. been too long, is Mears. I would have loved to have seen another Derek sure. Mears, Jason. From and he's the, a like, bigger boy, so that would have yes. made sense. But Mears wasn't around, obviously, at that point in time. Yes. That. Yeah. So, like, I... Like a, I agree. Yeah, we got one cursor. Um, I don't want to see anymore. So okay, we've established how we felt now. Yes. Sorry. So we're gonna wrap this up here. Let's look. What are back. your overall thoughts though on on the movie? Like I want to I want to know like yeah. So what are are you like? What are our thoughts now? Twenty years later like, is what I wanted because I watched it again and I watch it every so often because it's fun and it's, everyone. Yeah, why I not? like to throw it on background noise a lot of the time, but whatever. <laughs> it's still I still have a lot of fun with it now. I brought up, like, after I saw it, I loved it so much I was defending every single choice made in this movie. I can't do it with a couple things. One of them is the Kane Hodder. I won't defend that. That's anymore. a bummer, yeah. Like, it's... it's it, it's The movie still works, but it's it's a huge bummer. Yeah, it's a miss yeah. now for me, especially it, as I've miss. grown in my yeah. fandom. And the other one, too, is, like, the Jason afraid of water thing. Like, I remember, it's like... Terrible. It's so stupid. It makes no sense. <laughs> And like I would defend it when I was younger. I'd be like, "Yeah, well, you got to have Jason have a weakness." He died, bro. Yeah, he died. He died in water. You don't get it. The dude's been in water like ninety percent of the movies. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? So now I watch it. I'm like, it's stupid. It's terrible. It's really dumb. I can't defend. They that. could have found a way to make the nightmare scenes of Jason, which I love the nightmare fight. That that's really cool. Like they do some cool stuff visually and stuff. They could have made a. There could have been a fear of Jason's. They could have played off of that was not just always scared of water. That felt like a lazy, like kind of like. Eh, okay. Yeah. He drowned. So. <laughs> so what I'll say is this: what this movie has to do, and everybody knows that, it has to deliver the main, the big fight. Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. It delivers, and everything up until that point keeps my attention, which is something I can't say for something like Alien vs Predator. I'm just thinking yeah. of a modern style of this, and and like I know there are a lot of like the Godzilla movies are a little have a little bit mm-hmm. of similarities to this, and the old monster rallies those are different. Yeah. These these I'm t- I'm talking about stuff like this that came out in the 2000s. I thought we were going to get a big boom of these type of movies. Well, there was going to be. So let, let, let's not forget. So so when when this movie did big numbers, which it did, it was very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the highest grossing in either franchise. I'm to this date, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I think it is, though. I um, remember the re- remake had an insane first weekend and then died. It was crazy. <laughs> you remember Friday? What's that? The, Friday? Friday the 13th remake. Yeah, 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 yeah Like, yeah. the first weekend. Nightmare didn't, good, didn't do good no, at, didn't all. Well at all. Yeah. But Friday had, like, an insane... Yeah, it, it was, was cool. it just plummeted <laughs> off, the, off a cliff. Yeah, terrible. One of the worst dives, I think, ever... It's it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I think it. I mean, they were smart to release it on Friday the Thirteenth, but everybody after that was like, I don't want to see it. Yeah. It's it's Friday the Twentieth. Yeah, I'm things. over it. <laughs> um, so, uh, but they wanted to do like like one of the ones that got really far along was the um, 
uh, Michael Myers pinhead thing. Okay. That was very, like, very close to happening. I think the director, like, hired and stuff like that. Like, like that was, like, super close. And then I think ultimately they – I think there was a dimension issue. Well, Kevin Smith has talked a little bit about, too, doing, like, a Jay and Silent Bob Hellraiser. That was planned. kind of yeah. in a, like an Abbott and the Costello But that was another style. dimension thing that I think it just yeah. – it just felt – well, I mean, we know who is behind dimension, yeah. so. So what – now I'm going to ask you. 20 years later now that we look back at it yeah what do you think of this movie it's it's so it it's like nostalgia candy right so it it it, when i watch this movie i can immediately go back to a certain point in my life and have that feeling i had when i saw it in the theater which is funny because i don't remember exactly who i saw it with in the theater but like i had that same feeling of um it just takes me back to a time a different time and um, part of that is the soundtrack, which we'll talk about. But um, it oh, just... Oh, baby, when that El Nino hits it over the uh, Freddy versus Jason credits. I, I am, I am, I am like 12 years old or 13 years old or whatever I am. And I have my, my Freddy versus Jason CD that I bought from Harmony House. And I'm putting it in my boombox. I, I had a pretty decent boombox. Yeah. Like, like I was not a boombox because a boombox carry around, but like this is like a CD player with like the two speakers. That, Absolutely. Oh, ha, ha, ha. We're talking about uh, some of this in a second, but yeah. my sound system. Oh, uh, we'll anyway, get there. So, um, it so it's it as it a special place in my heart. It's not a good movie. Um, the performances are awful. Um, the characters are like as thinly written as you can get, but. That last 20 minutes is magic, and it's still magic. So yeah. it delivers on the title. There's some good kills throughout. It delivers on the title, though. Like, that's the main, like, the movie is not great, but, like, what you, you came for Freddy versus Jason, and it's worth going there for. So, yeah. I still enjoy it. All right, it's a it's low on the lower end of certainly the Friday series for me. Okay, Nightmare series, it's in the middle, <laughs> middle yeah. middle to high. <laughs> I would go middle because there are a couple nightmares that I really, really like. There's three nightmares I like, maybe four more than this. Okay, with Friday, it's like seven Fridays I like more than this. <laughs> so there you go. There we go. So that's our little retrospective here. Now, I'm sure you'll, the folks out there, you'll get a lot of retrospectives coming up oh, yeah. for this film. I'm sure. What you won't get. Is, no. And this is why we're here. This is wholly unique to us. <laughs> you printed out the bracket. We're going to do like this. this? We're going to run through I'm this. ready. All right. So this is what, you brought this up. Now, in the The summer- most important part of Freddy vs. Jason is the soundtrack, guys. Like, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to. Guys, ladies, gents. If you weren't buying the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack, original motion picture inspired by the, the film, whatever it's called, the soundtrack, you were missing out because this was the pinnacle. Can I tell you something? Yes. Last year, I like it, this movie popped in my head. I'm like, oh, it's got to be close to like an anniversary of this mm-hmm. movie. Um, and I realized it was... 20 killed you, right? What's that? The 20-year thing killed you, right? 23-year kill, 20 killed you. Then I realized it's, it was two, 2023, and I go... All I want to do is talk about the soundtrack with Willie. Like, that will be our retrospective. And then I decided I wanted to talk about the movie, too. But I wanted to do this bracket. This is where the money is, though. Now, when I was... Okay. 
when I was 19 years old, Tim Long in in Gaylord, uh, driving around, driving up and down Main Street in Gaylord and his Honda Accord, his 1987 Honda Accord, I believe at the time, I had a system. I didn't just have... I had a, I didn't just have the factories at a system I had like Kenwood yeah, uh, subwoofer yeah the subwoofer in the back that thing that thing and that accord would just the bass would just <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> it probably you had like, to have a system dude dude it was so sick and I'd just drive up and down Main Street and like Party that was Jason just that would I don't know if kids still do that but that would happen no. like, like and like you would listen and be like that dude's got a good system and I'm sure my accord was just bumping we that was our that was a generation our generation <laughs> thing like that was there were four things on repeat four yeah. CDs yeah, yeah. on repeat here and I'm let's gonna, hear it let's hear it AFI sing Masaro ooh uh, AFI yeah is that AFI yeah AFI sing Masaro was on on that's repeat good. on my album that's um, good it's um Saint Anger. Metallica. Oh this my. is the summer of 2003. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> Fountains of Wayne, Interstate Man. Oh, Welcome my. To, uh, I got the old Stacy's Mom IPA right here. I like that. How's that? Pretty good? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's a citrus. And then um, this CD, Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. This is the summer of 2003. And these things. Now, as I got in the fall, um, there were some hip-hop albums that came out. Speakerbox, Love Below by Outkast. Right. The Black Album by Jay-Z. And Chicken and Beer by Luda. Those see now that's when the system was really bumping when you got the bass going. If you had the rap, hip hop, yeah. rap. Yeah, yeah, I'm not driving up and down. To be clear, I was not driving up and down Main Street playing Fountains of Wayne. Like that was just for me. Um, yeah, I, but I was blasting the FVJ soundtrack. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Great choice. Yeah, my. Oh man, I don't have a car, so we won't. So I would have been blasting this though for sure. Well, we. I've got every song from the soundtrack here in a bracket. All Every sing, and it is a ridiculous. This is back when soundtracks were like twenty songs long, not like ten. I looked at the time on Wikipedia, and it's like seventy-eight minutes long. It's insane, and it rules. <laughs> so we're gonna go through, and we're gonna make our picks. We don't have to spend super long on them, although nope. knowing else we might. Um, yeah, I don't. There's no rhyme or reason. I'm gonna I make kinda, sure I mention which bands I've seen too. That's what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna I say like, a lot did bands. you see these people at Ozfest or Tattoo of the Earth? <laughs> I saw an insane amount of bands during this time period. Yeah, and I've seen most. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. So this is a weird matchup. This is. I'm just gonna go down the first round on the sides here. Yes. Because the way 20 teams works out is just strange. So, and some of this is very small right now we were electrocute by typo negative versus 11th hour by lamb of god indeed uh typo negative weird typo negative is like pre a lot of like some of these bands like they're, they're not they're not new metal they're like a goth metal band from like the early like yeah. 90 92 93 is when yep. they when their biggest album came out um who do you got uh, now okay have you seen either of these bands live i have seen lamb of god okay yes do you remember where you saw Lamb of God? I saw Lamb of God in Pontiac, Michigan. Was that was that a fest? No, this would be at uh, I think Clutch Cargos. Ah, early like Clutch Cargo first... still around? Yeah, okay. I think so. I think so. I don't know. Okay, I think it's, yeah, I think so. I've seen Lamb of God. I've not seen Typo Negative, but my dad has. And he's a big fan. Well, Typo Negative, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. Um, I'm a ty- I go typo on this one. I like this. It's th- kind of a cool song, like a smooth like. It's an al- It's like a good album closer. It's like six minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like chill. Plus, the lead singer of Typo Negative was on Jerry Springer one time, and he was awesome. 
It's like I get laid a lot. Lamb of God is a band I like respect more than I like. I don't really. Yes, I'm not agreed. a big Lamb of God yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't dislike I, him. I just. Yeah, me too. I've, I've never been into Lamb of no. God. Um, I'm with you. I've got uh, We Were Electrocute yeah. by Typo Negative. All right. So. Oh, no. My thing for us. Trigger by In Flames mm. against Ether by Nothing Face. Who you got ah. here? Oh, have you seen her of these bands live? I've seen Nothing Face. I've not seen In Flames. Okay. Um, Nothing Face, I saw. They were very good. Uh, this lead singer is super cool. I met him, and he was like the nicest dude and like took me around to meet all the other people from all the other bands. Like, yeah. He was awesome. Uh, he has passed away, I believe, since then, which is sad, but, you know, Nothing Face. Uh, I, I, I th- On this one, I do have In Flames. Because I'm a huge fan of that band, and I think that they had this really cool European sound that you didn't get from all of those bands back then. They're Swedish, yes, Influence is Swedish, yeah. It, it was an early, like it was a, an intro to some of like the European, like European death metal stuff that you would hear. Like, why do you think Swedes are so good at like? Uh, why do you think their death metal is so big in Sweden? Because um, because it's cold. Do you know why? Because there's there's this this <laughs> I don't even know if it's like a saying or not, but like. In times of peace, heavy music kicks ass. Gotcha. In times of war, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Like in times of like, like heavy music tends to rule. Like it's weird how that works out, but like Sweden's like always kind of chill. Yeah. So like they have like good shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like because like I think that like like when things are like relaxed and stuff, you have to like find a way to like get that part of yourself out because like it's not happening in your like day to day life or like your. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and then like, like, cause right now, like metal is kind of like, as far as I know, like it doesn't really, like we're going through some rough times and we have been for a while. And like, have you seen metal be on the forefront lately? I haven't. I yeah. Mean, I'm old, but so yeah. are you. So I know, I know. I it do, doesn't I knew, seem do, to be like, I do know some new metal has seen a resurgence. A little bit. Yeah. Well, but that, but that makes sense though, because like you said, yeah, that makes sense. It's there's this whole thing. I about, can see the younger generation that might be getting into music liking yes. like a lot of stuff like Lincoln Park. Yes, yeah, that could be a nostalgia thing too at this point because mm-hmm. we're like I said we're old. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Anyway, so, so I'm gonna go with In Flames. I that not my favorite In Flames song, but a solid one for sure. I like the song. I like Trigger a lot. Yeah. Um, the thing with the Nothing Face song is like it comes on. It's like the 17th song. I'm kind of worn out. Like, uh, on the album, I think this was a skip a lot of the times for me because then I got to the uh, In Flames song and I'm like, ooh, back in. Yes. Do you want to move on to the next round on this side? Or do you want to go to the other side of the bracket? Um, let's let's go ahead and finish this side first, and then we'll we'll go ahead and yeah. How can I live by El Nino? El Nino, not El Nino. The other uh, yes. Versus We Were Electrocute by Typo Negative. I think we both have that matchup. Oh man. This is tough. Um, I'm going to go El Nino. I've seen them live. I love the typo song, but El Nino is that's kind of a banger of a song. Like, it gets me like, and this is one of those songs where like when I hear it, I go Freddie vs Jason. That's the yeah. That's the big advantage. It is like definitive of like this that. is the, like it might because it's the first song and it's also the title song. Yeah. Yep. This is also like <laughs> I got into El, El Nino for like two or three months because sure. of this. Yeah. <laughs> we all did. We all did. Hey, we all did. <laughs> and then I like I have I don't think it, but this song is also one of 
I think it's the only song. Well, there's one other, but I don't associate that song. We'll get to it with the so- soundtrack. There's comes a couple up, on here, like this one comes up in one of my playlists, like all the time. Like it's I, a good song. I, I like the song. Yeah, <laughs> like I, and I like uh, typo's great, but yeah. this one jams. Like yeah, yeah. This the is the, the radio. A, yeah, the typo song is a weird fit for Freddie yeah. versus Jason. And Turn this up. Yeah. yeah, I've got El Nino as yeah. well. Um, Out of My Way by Seether versus Welcome to the Strange by Murder Dolls. Ah, Murder Dolls. So this was Joey, Joey Jordison's right? side project. When it's the, like a glam metal. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's Seether. Um, I'm not a big Seether guy. I think Seether's kind of dorky. Um, My We're, wife loves Seether. Ah, okay. Um, but this song's... Yeah, it's terrible. Um, this song's actually pretty good. Out of My um, Way? Yeah, it's not bad. Murder Dolls is... I've seen, so I've not seen Murder Dolls live. I've not seen Seether live. This is one where I've not seen either one. But um, Oh, where Murder, did you see Il Nino, by the way? Uh, I don't remember, but I've seen that. Did they play Tattoo of the Earth? Maybe. <laughs> that was a great show, dude. I saw so many bands. <laughs> I met everybody. Um, I'll look it up. But um, We've talked about Tattoo of the Earth. Could you, uh, one more time, explain, Oh, shit. Just in a, in a brief, briefly explain Tattoo, Tattoo of the Earth. Tattoo of the Earth was a tour that a group of new metal bands did. Um, and the idea was that you go see all the new metal bands, and then you would... You could also get tattoos. <laughs> yeah, look at the show. Yeah, um, and it was I went. This is the year two thousand. The year two thousand. Um, I went, and it was at the Phoenix Plaza Amphitheater in Michigan. And I went, and it was Pontiac. Okay, I went, and I was so I would have been. 14 yeah and my brother went until he was 10 <laughs> with my dad and it kicked ass <laughs> nobody and got any tattoos nope okay but we met everybody <laughs> my dad bumped into a guy um who he my dad my dad was in a band for years yeah. so he he, he was a, a local um musician and we were watching we just just finished Mudvayne Mudvayne's set yeah it fucking ruled <laughs> and um Mudvayne's not on the soundtrack sadly um and we um my dad bumped into this guy and he go so they had a conversation I was kind of like not I just met the singer from Mudvayne through a fence he signed my hat which I have upstairs so many signatures on it Tim you'd be so proud and um, my dad goes, I don't want to get you as excited, but something I think something good's about to happen. Yeah. I was like, well, what? And Slayer was about to go on. <laughs> and uh, Slayer comes on, and we're watching Slayer. And I was not a huge Slayer guy at the time. They were like old for me, which yeah. sounds lame, but they were like they were like I knew Raining Blood, which was sweet, but like I was like, eh, you know, oh, where's Slipknot kind of thing. I mean, I was a teenager, so right. um. My dad comes back and he goes, come on, let's go. And we walked all the way to the stage and we got let back behind the stage and I met everybody. It was the best. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody. I, I can't, I it was, and like Slipknot was like my Beatles. <laughs> like, I know that sounds insane, like, 
to like no, normal for- people right now, but like. <laughs> Imagine meeting your favorite band at the time, like like the band that like ruled your world, right? Like your heroes musically. I met them, and they wore masks, and I got to see them without their masks. Yeah, and the only reason I knew them is because the singer of Nothing Face was like, "That's Mick," because I didn't know what they looked like without their masks. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. I just I love bringing up Tattoo of the Earth though because Tattoo of the Earth is like this sort of thing that could only happen in like the like yes. late nineties, early two thousand. The answer is yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So who you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Welcome to the stranger out of it, my way. It's basically. gonna be it's gonna be Seether actually this time around. Yeah. I was never a big murder dolls guy. Not my thing. Yep. Um I actually got the murder doll song nice. just because nice. I I think it's it's silly fun. I It's I a kinda, fun throwback to that. I it, it's like an Alice Cooper style song. It, it's it's fine. I, I I don't I'm I'm with you. I'm not a big Seether guy. So all right, let's finish off this up. I've got yes. How Can I Live by El Nino versus Welcome to the Strange. Um I uh the El Nino song's better. Yes, agreed. 100%. Uh, you've got it over Seether as well? Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I have Seether over El Nino. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I like the Seether song. All right. I take it back. I, I wanted to go El Nino, but I just the Seether just I don't know it just felt felt good. I I, I, I hey, can't describe it. This is stuff I'm I'm not like I blame it on my wife. She listens to Seether. So when I talk about music, it's mostly like I like the lyrics and the melody, and I'm like yeah. I don't go as in depth as a lot of people. No, like, I got Seether. I like songs that are catchy in some ways. It felt right to me. <laughs> El Nino I like, but I want Seether. So we both had Trigger by In Flames. Uh, yes. It's going up against When Darkness Falls by Killswitch Engage. So as a wrestling, wait, do we do spine chain and power man? Uh, isn't that on the other side? No, that's on the bottom left. <gasps> we haven't got to that. I'm moving down. Oh, good, good. Yep, okay, yep. okay. No, we're getting to that. That's okay, next. That's good, next. Good. Um, Kill so, switch for me. All right. So as a wrestling fan, I think I should. Uh, I should like Kill Switch. Kill Switch is a, like a very storied wrestling. Yeah, with like CM Punk and stuff. Yeah. I don't like Kill Switch engage that much. I know. I've never liked them. I don't Sorry. like. I don't like this song either. I that's, don't know. It just like it doesn't. It doesn't hit. That's fair. That's it, fair. It doesn't hit for me. I don't have um, much else. I thought I took some notes. I've seen Killswitch live. Oh yeah, where'd they say them? Where'd you see them? I have no idea. I've seen them live though. They were sweet. I don't like this song. I like Trigger better. Um, all right, Spine Shank, beginning of the end versus Bombs. The Another pro wrestling song. I believe it was the Dudley Boys uh, theme song for uh, like a hot second in like 2001. Spine Shank? No, uh, po- Bombshell by Power. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Spine Shank was Dudley? Yeah, they when I think like when like the invasion really? was happening, like when they used to, when they were doing the ECW WCW oh, invasion. I think their I that. theme song was Bombshell by Power Man. Was, I went Power Man. Like, I like beginning of the end a lot. I like both, but Power Man's just so silly to me that I had to like I, I went with them. The thing with Power Man, it's it's not in the movie, right? I briefly, I think. Okay. Right? Isn't that a radio or something? Is it? Am I wrong? You might be right. Get up! Get up! Get up! Quite a bit. Isn't that? Isn't he? Uh, Rob Zombie's like brother. He's like his nephew or something. I don't remember. Okay. He's like he's related to Rob Zombie. Here's the thing with Bombshell, uh, the they have another big hit. Yes. When worlds collide. And guess what? This is borders like when worlds collide. Yeah. That fits way better with Freddy versus Jason than Bombshell does. Because yeah. the worlds of Freddy versus That's Jason true. are gl- colliding. True. It's a missed opportunity. So I I actually, the Spine Shank song is the other one. Like when I think of this album, this and the El Nino song, and another song coming up on the other side, or the uh, 
It's the ones I think. You of. know what? You switch me. I'm going spine shank. So, you switch right. me. Spine shank. <laughs> so we both have spine shank versus. He's Rob no, Zombie's younger brother. You have spine shank versus. Uh, yeah. Oh, is he the younger brother? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Uh, spine shank versus uh, kill switch. Yep. I've got spine shank kill versus switch. engage. And, and I've got spine shank going on over the inflame song. Actually, I like the beginning and the end. And you, so you have kill switch going on yes, to the final four. I do. Let's leave that. All right. Side of the bracket for now. Middle of nowhere by the blank theory. Yep. Have you seen them? Nope. Okay. Versus the waste by Sepultura. Yes, seen them. Ted to the earth. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the Sepultura song with like Mike Patton, right? It is, yes. This is when they, like, I think Max Cavalera left at this point. Left okay. Sepultura and joined a different band. I can't remember the name. But the, what's weird was Sepultura was at Tattoo the Earth and also uh, Max Cavalera's current band at the time was also Soulfly. Oh, so okay. Sepultura, which he left... And Soulfly, which he which he like formed, were both at the same show, like the same. It was weird, but uh, this is I think post Max when they had Mike Patton jumping in for this song. Um, it was kind of an odd time for Sepultura. Yeah. yeah. So I like. I'm not like a huge fan. I like Sepultura and I like Mike Patton. Yeah. I don't like this song. No, I don't. It's either. repetitive and it feels like what it is, which is a B side that like. Uh, they threw at the soundtrack. They put a feature on, and they were like, "Yeah." Mm, and then, like the soundtrack, people are like, "We, um, we could use a song by Sepultura." Like, and they're like, "Here, take this one." Take it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I kind of like the the Blank Theory song. You know, I like it. It reminds me of '90s slasher movies. Yeah. It has a very like '90s slasher movie. Like, it, it could be on the like this disturbing behavior soundtrack. So. Or, um. And this movie has some ties to that era of... Funny enough that you bring that up. Yes. It was on the Final Destination 2 soundtrack as well. The same song. There you go. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, I found... Like, so, you, yeah, totally. Then yeah. Some weird trivia about them related to Fountains of Wayne. Um, Adam Schlesinger, who was in Fountains of Wayne, he was also he's also written a bunch of stuff. He wrote a lot of the songs for this show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, this band was signed to New Line Records, and he was a producer for them. Mm. Um and so was James Eha, who was in the Smashing Pumpkins in a perfect right. circle. Yep. Um, they were only around for like a hot minute, this band. But like, it's a weird mix of like, I like that song. I yeah, like, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's move down to the other early round one. Yep. Swinging Dead by Devil Driver versus Inside the Cynic by Stone Swinging the Dead. <laughs> I, right, I love this song. It's sweet. <laughs> Have you seen either of these two bands? I've seen both. I was going to say, I'm sure you've seen Stone Sour. Both, yes. I picked Stone Sour because I'm a sucker for Stone Sour. You like Stone Sour? I do. But Swinging the Dead, Swinging, it's pretty sweet, too. I love so. it. Lo- I've got Swinging the Dead. I love this song. Um, fun trivia about this is also featured in an ep- episode of Scrubs. Uh, someone is like, really? Rock it out to it, yeah. That's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I- I'm a sucker for Stone Sour, so. I go with that. My thing, and I think I've told you this before, my thing with Stone Sour is my favorite Stone Sour songs um, just kind of sound like... Uh, Slipknot songs? <laughs> my favorite Stone Sour song is Absolute Zero. Which uh, is a Slipknot song. It's basically, yeah, it's just yeah. a Slipknot song. Yeah. Uh, I do like some of the slower stuff too. I will say and this... And some of the worst Slipknot songs sound like Stone Sour songs. Yeah. So it's, I will say this, I like his, I like Corey Taylor's Stone Sour 
work more than I like his uh, solo work. His like more recent solo work. Um, you like Stone Sour more? Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, his. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. It, his me. his newer like his nah, newer solo stuff is really me. it's it's kind of goofy. It's look at me, I'm Corey Taylor. Yeah. It's it's yikes. It's uh, weird, like middle than like crisis kind of. It's very much like. Uh, I grew up on Arena Rock. I want to try to make Arena Rock, it's and it's kind of. Yeah. There are a couple of the songs I like in a goofy way, but I, it's not for me. Um, it's it seems to be mostly for him. Yes, <laughs> it seems like it's for a female audience. Does that make sense? Like yeah. like the ladies that are really into Corey Taylor. Yeah, he's like playing into that. I, I could. Hey, be, I, and if it works, hey, more power to you. <laughs> Sun doesn't rise by Mushroom Head versus I've got Middle of Nowhere. We both got Middle of Nowhere by Blank Theory. Yes. Sun doesn't rise Look at the face. Mushroom Head. I've got a Mushroom Head, too. It I like this song. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, so we can... I, bought, I bought the Mushroom Head album because of this song on Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. Um, Condemned and Rebirth by Hatebreed versus Snap by Slipknot. This is our second Corey Taylor appearance on this side of the bracket, Yes, right? and second Joey Jordison. Um, yes. I do... Okay, so... so one more time, I don't go to Snap. One more time, I don't go to Snap. Um, I'm a huge Slipknot fan. I was, certainly, at this point in time. Um, I do not like Hatebreed. I've seen both live. I've never liked Hatebreed. Uh, it's Slipknot for me. We'll talk about this song in the next round, but it's this one slipped on for me. This was yeah. one of, uh, Snap is one of my favorite, this is the Go other stop. one. This is a really fun song to sing in the car. It It's like, a good lawn mowing song. <laughs> when your mower dies and you're like, one more time when I'm going to snap, yep, you're like, it's perfect. Um, Army of Me by Chimera. Chimera, yes. Versus Swinging the Dead by and me, I and I, you've got Stone Sour. Yeah. It's Stone Sour for me. I, I, I've never been, I've seen Chimera live. I've never been a big Chimera guy, so... I this is the band I believe, or is it from? Let me double check my notes here because I was making notes as I listened to this. It's been a while since I listened to this. Oh, this uh, Chimera. This song has some of my favorite lyrics on the album. Surrounded by liars, killers, and haters, cowards and crooks, I'm surrounded by filth. Sick. It's very sick. Um, yeah, I have. Uh, I have Swing in the Dead. Swinging the Dead, Swinging the Dead. Um, the the lead singer, I believe, of Devil Driver is also the lead singer for Cold Chamber, right? Yes. Cold Chamber rules. Yeah. That's, I'm more yeah. of a Cold Chamber guy. So like the their Shock the Monkey cover kicks ass. Yeah. yeah. It's arguably better than the Peter Gabriel one, but yeah. Hey, don't get we we don't want angry letters from the Peter Gabriel. Part. I love Peter Gabriel. I'm not trying to shit I'm a Genesis guy, I'm a Peter Gabriel, but like that cover's pretty sweet. Then the final matchup here. Um, okay, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, the after dinner payback by from, from is it, autumn to ashes by autumn to ashes versus leech by seven dust seven dust. I the autumn to ashes. I just want to put this out there. I hate one of the singers, the voice of one of the singers. <laughs> Nails so, on a chalk. This is one of my favorite songs and on the soundtrack. Going, yeah, because it's hilarious. <laughs> He's the guy going is up like, against my <laughs> and then like the guy goes, <laughs> yeah, it's early emo screamo stuff, early. and it's going against one of my favorite. I like uh, John Witherspoon's voice. Uh, <laughs> it's butter, dude. Dude, I so this is like my least favorite voice on the album versus like uh, probably my favorite voice. He's on incredible. The album. Yeah, it's I, seven <laughs> dust. Yeah, and I like this song. And this song is fun. Like it's a good seven dust song. 
it's not even close. Like th- their best is right, even above this. So like, I've seen, so, uh, never seen from Autumn to Ashes live. Seven Dust I've seen live, and that dude live. Yeah, they're not the most metal band, quote unquote. On here, but, but I like they're Seven so Dust. they're like they're like a creed. Like it sounds bad. They're like a creed that actually like writes good songs. <laughs> like, does that make sense? Like. Like I the, see what like you're saying. They're, yeah. they're heavy, but they're catchy. Yeah. And there's like soul to the songs. Creed was trying to do all of that, but it just felt weirdly like, I don't know. <laughs> so we both have seven dust yes. here, right? Yeah. Um. All right. So we're going to move back up. Did you have Mushroom I Head? I had Seether. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, mushroom now, mushroom so Head and Snap, right? Mushroom Head versus Snap on we this We both one. have that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mushroom head. For you me. got mushroom head. So I, I love Slipknot. Snaps a like a like kind of a bad Slipknot song. Honestly, like it, yeah, like, it's not their best. It, yeah. No, not even close. It's yeah, it's mushroom head because this is like top tier mushroom head and like bottom tier slip. Not bottom, but close to bottom tier Slipknot. Snap is snap is like I said, a lot of fun to sing along to, and like, I I like the mushroom head song better. I think it's, I just think it's a better song. Um, it's I, sweet. The chorus is sun doesn't rise. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You had the, did you have the Chimera song, Army of Me? Or no, did you No, have, I had, you had Seven Dust. Dust or, or Stone Sour. Stone Sour, yes. Stone Sour versus Seven yes, Dust. Yes, that's right. Um, for me, it's going to be Seven Dust. Yeah, it, I've got it, Seven Dust. Once again, Stone Sour, like the band, this is a weaker Stone Sour song. So we're, we're dealing with like B-side, like B-side <laughs> Corey Taylor. It's funny, the the bands that like are still around and you still hear like yes uh, like it, some of their weaker stuff is on here like the bigger bands some of their weaker stuff because they probably up. submitted their weaker stuff for the soundtrack but like some of the other bands that aren't around like their strongest stuff is on here it's true <laughs> um and that may be like they may be tied in with new line records or whatever at the yeah. time yeah. so you have all right so our final fours yes i have how can i live you have seether seether I have beginning of the end, and you have kill switch. Kill switch, and then on the other side, we both have mushroom head, and yes. we both have seven, seven dust. dust. So we have a a, a totally even right hand <laughs> side here, yeah, and a completely different. That's fun. I was you and I are funny because like movie wise, we like tend to agree on stuff, but like music wise, we're kind of a mix, like we agree on some stuff, but like yeah. it's it's always a mixed bag. So this is fun. Um, music is uh, music. It's so hard to. It's tough because it's all what yeah. you like. It's uh, I I don't judge anybody's musical taste. Yeah, I, you I, can't. I, no, it's impossible. I, I like to crack jokes about like certain musicians. There are some songs I don't like. Like I just don't right. like 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 uh, Love Shack, <laughs> which Josie has played a multiple times. Like, oh, in he, the have, last... you, have you tried to get her on Rock Lobster? Oh. It's if better than be, Love Shack. Uh, my son loves Rock Lobster. I think Is it's he? because I do the Fred Schneider voice. Are you good at it? Yeah. Yeah. We won't do it on air. <laughs> no, because right? I, I have to be really loud yeah. to do it. That's fair. <laughs> Please don't do that. Um, uh, for me, I have Kill Switch moving on. In the final? Yeah. I just His voice is just like good gravy. Like, yeah. It just booms. It's it's incredible. Yeah. I have El Nino. Okay. Um, and then the other side, we both have uh, Mushroom Head and, and Seven, Seven Dust. Dust. I've got the Seven Dust song. I got Mushroom Head moving right. on. I just can't. It's that rap rock like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't help it. So you have Kill Switch versus versus Mushroom Head, and I have Il Nino versus Seven Dust. <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite bracket we've ever. It's done. so sweet. Um, my big winner, drum roll, is Mushroom Head. It's my nice. favorite song on the album. It is. I listen to this thing so often. I'm sure my uh, 
my parents and brother were probably like, turn it the fuck off. <laughs> um, but like, I love the screaming. I love the, the weird rapping that like kind of like ties in with the screaming. I was never a big mushroom head guy. Like I bought the album and like listened to like three or four songs like on like a 12 song album and liked those three or four songs and that was about it. So I was never a big mushroom head guy, but this song kind of rules. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the guy is, you know, Look at my face. Look at the, 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 the. I don't know what he says. I used to know the lyrics, but you know, yeah. Um, I actually have El Nino. It's, nice, it, I, good. It's the, that's the most iconic song from the soundtrack. It's the song I yeah. associate. This is the soundtrack. Like how it to me, it's it's the Dream Warriors of the soundtrack. It is like hundred percent. It's the song that goes with the soundtrack. And actually, I really like the song. It it's yep. the one that pops up the most on like an like actual playlists I put together. Yep. Um. So it's that is my winner, um, but man. So I'm gonna ask you this before we, we get out of here: Is this your? So what are we? What are like the? Uh, what are the soundtracks from like our? Like oh the my gosh! Resident Evil. I have three. So it's this one for sure. This one, um, Resident Evil, the first soundtrack. And the nice thing about that soundtrack was it was one of the first soundtracks I ever bought that had not just the the soundtrack with the bands, so Slipknot and, and, and all the all the bands. But it also had actual, like, score. And I remember, like, thinking, like, oh, that's really cool that they, they were, like, that was my first, it sounds silly, but, like, that was my first, like, realization, like, you could release, like, score, like, on a CD, yeah. like, film score. Because that Marilyn Manson score is pretty damn good, actually. Like, right. it's, it's heavy. Um, and then Scream 3. The, those... For me, that's the top three. Like there were, that's the trilogy of, of soundtracks. Like for me. horror soundtrack from the two thousands. Those are the top. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's one I'm thinking of, but I think the one I'm thinking of is Spawn, and that doesn't count. Ah, the Spawn soundtrack. That's a good one. Yeah, the Spawn soundtrack because it has that is like the fun rap rock mashups. There's, there's more hip hop on that one, right? Yeah, it's like yep. There's like some mashups. Yep. So, um, I still have the CD in my car. It is in my booklet. It's can in my I, garage right now. Can I tell booklet. you how uh, old I am? I recently, uh, I've decided to just, I'm so annoyed with my subscription things for like everything going up. Um, my YouTube music. I love YouTube music. The sound I quality. Mean, I should get that. Don't. Well, I mean do, but YouTube music. I love the, you like it plays the videos for you, but they up to, it's like 20 bucks now. YouTube pre, well, music is 15 premium that's still too skip, much it's, it, and i'm like like 20 bucks i can walk down to what's the record store in town flip side flip side i can buy like four or five cds just play cds and play cds so i i went on amazon i had an amazon gift card. i bought a, like a cd player for my office i'm just gonna go back to cds i'm so Fuck annoying yeah and then i'll use like the free spotify for to like discover new music exactly but i'm sitting there thinking like what am i doing like paying like 20 bucks for, no when i'm just gonna listen to the same buy 10 CDs. albums yeah cds that's can, awesome CDs, vinyls, you, yeah. Physical media. I'm so annoyed. People with are about to slip. Uh, they, 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 we've been sleeping on that far too long. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad. I kept all those Blu-rays and DVDs. And here's the thing: is like half of the half of the um, music service sound like crap. Divinity. They do. They sound <laughs> CDs, bad. CDs sound great. <laughs> vinyl, yeah. Sounds vinyl great. sound way better. Yeah. yeah. But CDs sound way better than. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so there's there's me. old man rant. <laughs> 
Luckily, you're with his fellow old man, so we're good. Yeah, so um, I will be uh, in my office. I'll be cranking the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. <gasps> Look into my face. I can see what they're I can't. Yeah, I don't know the lyrics, but. Um, we have a uh, uh, Tiny Terror that we just put out yes. where Willie talks about going to a couple of my the, horror experiences lately. Yeah, going oh. to um, Motor City Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter meeting Barbara Crampton, who is a delight. Um, a going, gem of a human being. Going a uh, family trip with his dad to a couple of horror stores in the area. Yes, yes. We also talk about old Billy Freakin, William Freakin. Yes. Director of the Exorcist, a fellow, another gent. I think you would have loved the way we eulogized him, which was like, I think I started by going, "How'd this guy not get canceled?" <laughs> so, He'd like that. Yeah, I think he'd get a kick yeah, out of would. it. <laughs> and then uh, next, and if week, he didn't, then fuck him. Yeah, because <laughs> he'd like that too. <laughs> yep. I would normally not say that about somebody who just departed recently, but Freak would appreciate that. He would. Yeah. He would. Um, and then next week, we or next episode, we'll be back with Haunt. Yes. So, very cool. We had fun. I hope you did as well. I definitely did. Yes. Il Nino for life. <laughs>